It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. It is the Go Birds podcast presented by Park Sino and Sportsbook. I messed with the, the cadence I was there. literally about to yeah. say a little bit of a different cadence there. So I figured yeah. I'd, I'd have a little fun with it a little bit. It's like, a, we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> same same reference. <laughs> yes, exactly. You. You're going to have to find a new reference for next time. Uh, yeah. I don't think I will. Just going to keep going with Tom Bodat. Yeah, that's my go-to <laughs> reference from from now on. I like it. We'll see. Maybe I'll just kind of play with it. Yeah, I mean, it's just something to look forward to. For, for it'll everybody. throw me off every single time. For everybody, so. yes, it is. I'm a big like commercial jingle guy. Sure, so. me too. Is yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. I mean, jingle. as we said, I think they should be involved in the Grammys. <laughs> it's a great day. There's no difference. Yeah. Like every ninety-nine percent of music is made to be sold and like for mm-hmm. public's consumption. It's no different mm-hmm. than commercial tunes. Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorites to stick out to you? I mean, one hundred cars for kids. So Obviously, a I'm a big fan of the um, the uh, uh, I guess is it Alka-Seltzer or whatever the these Pepto Bismol the you got nausea, heartburn, indigestion. indigestion. That's a good one too. Yeah, diarrhea. It's a good one. Um, wow, old so, school. I love that. And and anyone who listened to WIP. Oh, the one I like really a lot now is I think it's Wendy's or Burger King's. Like you got that bag, you got that biggie bag. Same girl. <laughs> Something it. like that. I yeah. <laughs> I uh, I old school. Uh, do you remember Harry's Army Navy? I Harry's don't. Army Navy. I've heard you bring this up on the air where before. Outdoor fun begins. Yeah, classic. That's Old a good school one. WIP way back in the day. Yeah, I feel like that's the like. Obviously, I listen to WIP a lot on the Odyssey app, and uh, the commercials. I will say, like, it's nice. I I hear them like repetitively. It's almost like it's not a commercial. Cause I'm like, oh, I like this song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my all-time favorite, if we're going to go like old school, is the Big Red one. I think that's the best one. What's that one? That Big Red freshness lasts right well, through Well, so I have it. a question. That is Your a good fresh one. breath goes on and on while you chew and Man. say goodbye. <laughs> Such imagine a great one. A being classic. Somebody, imagine being somebody listening to this <laughs> podcast right now. With Big Red. So what was the Chris Brown song that was originally, I believe, no made? No idea. Okay. <laughs> so, I can tell you a grand total of zero. I believe it was originally I made. I've heard one from the. I don't know. I'm sure you would. Yeah, but I, I don't know any, like, off the top of my head. So I believe it was. Excuse me. I believe it was originally made to be a gum commercial, but it was so catchy, it turned it into a whole song. <laughs> it's good work. It was called, I think it's Forever. It was in The Office, the scene where you, I mean, obviously you remember The Office, clearly. Of course. Love but like, remember the, op- the episode where Pam and Jim get married and they all walk down the yes. aisle? Yes. Oh, that's, that's a Chris Brown. Song. Oh, I know that's that. The song. I do know yeah. that song. That so I believe that song. song, I believe, I know it ended up being in a gum commercial, but I feel like I saw that it was mm. going to be just a gum commercial and then he turned it into a whole song. Look at that. And it's a great song. Yeah, that's good stuff, right? there thank you this is uh we're done now right so i yeah so i had another this is all we came to talk about i had to take about uh shorts but now i'm like do i save it till the end because we already did the it's a great question i'm just gonna do it listening audience what do you want him to do they say now (laughs) so (laughs) it's extremely hot outside right now it's i mean i think it's supposed to feel like 100 today yeah 97 is what i saw so you know not cold 
Um, and so I'm coming into the office, obviously, both to record the pod, mm-hmm. and then I'm on air, and I'm in the meeting. Big time. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time ESP Station stuff. Station can't run with that. And then, um, so I don't think, A, it's appropriate to wear shorts in the office. 100% place. agree with but you. But here's my Big caveat. Big believer in not wearing shorts to the door. Here's my caveat. I think tall people can get away with it. <laughs> I think average to short people caveat. can't wear shorts. I think you got to be really tall. Like, Ike has shorts on. Ike's tall. It looks fine. It looks like business casual. Like he looks fine. I wear shorts and I feel like it's like, I don't know, Elliot, like kind of <laughs> like we're not on vacation here. I feel like you have to be at least six foot to wear shorts into the office. Okay. So I agree that shorts look better on tall people. Flat For out, sure. Because they have they, longer legs. Yeah. So it doesn't like cut you off in a right. way. It can make you look kind of tiny, little yes. legs, that kind of thing. For sure. Especially- if you wear them below the knees, you know, it, it makes you look really little. Well, you, you. yeah, I don't do shorts below the knees. Anymore. Which you shouldn't. It's right. the right move. My yes. Emily gets very mad when I- when Big she, cargo shorts. She will that, call yeah. out. She, uh, cargo shorts, she would, yeah. Right. They would not But happen. I feel like those are generally the yes. ones that go shorts below has, she's always like, pull your freaking shorts up. Yeah, All right? no, I agree. You're, you're a grown-up. Yeah. Um. So, yes, co-sign that. I will say, uh, and no offense to Ike Reese, I would never, you know, trifle with Ike, but yeah. I don't think it's ever okay. Like, you don't wear shorts to the office. Like, sorry, it's your job. Now, here's a question. It is your, it's a professional place of work. And now we work at a place where it's a little Jody more Cameron lax about such a thing. Do you think it's different for on-air talent? Do you think it's different for on-air talent? Because they're better than everybody else? No, it's not better. It's not different for anybody. I mean, kind of is. He, I, but, but again, like, <laughs> right. look, he's not going to get in trouble for wearing shorts. Like, no, he's, yeah. He's quote unquote allowed to wear shorts. I don't think it's acceptable. I would not wear shorts at work. So I also think we work in a little bit of a different atmosphere where like, so what I did today was I walked in in shorts. <laughs> I went and got changed Change. in the bathroom. Yeah. Also a, funny. So I'm getting changed. It's in the aggressive. Stall. Yeah. But again, I don't wear shorts in the workplace. So like I'm getting changed in the stall and the toilet kept flushing because I kept moving back and forth. <laughs> and I was thinking people in the bathroom must be like, what in the world is what going is on happening in that stall? Right now? Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing they wouldn't have guessed what it was. Well, I would honestly, I would hope that is what they would have guessed. <laughs> All right. Well, I agree. The other alternatives. Generally agree. The point is, don't wear shorts to work. Yes. You know, you're a grown-up. Agreed. You know? Act like an adult. What can I say? I agree. <laughs> Someone told me, I forget who it was, shorts are only for vacations and kids. It's a, good, it's a great line. Yeah. I, I co-signed that line. And training camp. I'll do shorts at training there camp sometimes, but I don't like Speaking, to do it. Speaking, look at you. Yeah. Speaking of which. What a transition. You're not the best in the biz for nothing, buddy. That's what they say. All right. So there will be Eagles football on a field this week. So let's quickly set the table for what's coming up, and then we'll get into some fun with it. What, so, what is happening this week? What Where are we at? OTAs, all that stuff. We're so close to live Eagles so give tweets. It to me. I need it. So, so close. Yes. Twitter, also, Twitter's just boring when the Eagles aren't a big deal. That's a good point. It's just boring. Like, yeah. Philly's takes, not fun. No one really is, no, like, blowing up there, Twitter with the Eagles' no takes. There's nothing fun about well, the yeah, right Well, yeah, well, that's true. It's not, just the, it's not just the takes. Sixers just are gone. Philly's not fun. Like, at this point, it really is just waiting for the Eagles to return, and they're going to return this week. So, phase, excuse me, phase three begins this week, and that's, like, what people think of as, like, the traditional OTAs. Like, 11 on 11, 7 on 7, they have helmets on. They're doing competitive drills. Now, again, there's no tackling, there's no pads, so it's not it's not, you know, training back camp in yet. My but day, Elliot. Exactly. Back in back in James Day. Yes. Yeah. But uh so it'll be the start of like real practice. And I'll be down there. Today is Tuesday. I believe I'll be down there one day later this week, I'm pretty sure, which will which will be fun. And uh I think I've decided to to keep hurt stats. Because they're not. Why doing... wouldn't you, Devin? You always well, but the, I only do mandatory mini camp. Oh, but they're I got not you. Doing one. Oh yeah. So I mean, and I think the thirst is out there for it. <laughs> like people are craving content right now, and Good. I'm the one to provide it. Good. Yeah. And let's be real, like Hurts, what we talk about all the time. It's, it's, it's so I'm just going to watch Hurts and then be like, oh, I watched him. He looked pretty good. It's like, more that it's your corner. I think you got to yeah, defend your corner. Exactly. You know, if someone's coming up on your corner, you got to handle business. Also, if anyone else keeps training camp stats on the Eagles, I'd like to say I am the official. Stat of record. Okay, good. I'm the good. pro football oh, reference of training camp okay, stats. So any beat writers listening, just so you know. Happy to do it. Yeah. Welcome to do it. Yeah. But I'm the official yeah. one. Yeah. You're the Elias Sports Bureau. Yes. I have history of this. Yes. yes. It's good. So I believe this week, yeah, we'll get a chance to uh, to watch them. And I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Like, I'm just super excited to get down there. I'm excited to watch, see how Jalen looks. I'm excited to see that. I mean, well, actually, I don't want to say that. Yeah, don't give all. everything away. It's like our whole pod. Yeah. We do here today. Good job. So I, I was thinking about set the table and then you dive into the whole thing. Right? Yeah, just give it away. <laughs> um, I was thinking about what I want to ask Sirianni, and I think this is I would be the most interesting question. Tell me what you think. 
Do you think he's excited about the expectations or nervous about them? He'll stay excited. All right, what do you think his honest answer is, though? I mean, probably some of both. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's more, I think he's probably more excited than, than nervous. I think that's the general mentality guys in this world have for the most part. But, I mean, I'm sure there's both. I mean, you know, expectations are higher. There's there's pressure and all that. So I'm sure it goes both ways. I'm sure it's, you know, right. it's probably easier to go in without expectations, I'm sure. So, yeah, but at the same time, I think if you asked him that, he would just say excited. So I also think, like, I was thinking about this on the walk-in. It is crazy how much the Eagles season last year was close to, like, collapsing, right? I mean, they, two they and were 2-5, and and six, going and into six. Detroit. If they're going into you know, another stadium that week, they're probably going to two and six. Who knows, right? I mean, who knows? But it's just wild to think of where we all were then, where they were two and five. We were planning the, like, uh, the pod of Elliot was wrong. Like, the mm-hmm. pod was being planned. Mm-hmm. And to now, they're the ninth best team in the NFL, according to Peter King. They have a win total close to 10. They're almost favorites to win the division. And we talk about them as if they could legitimately win one or two playoff games. Like, think of how much that's changed in a year. Yeah. And I wonder if you're Sirianni, if you're like, that's ahead of our... Plan? Ahead of our blueprint. Like, ahead of our, like, fair growing... I can't phrase this correctly, but, like, to to be fair of what to expect from them, like, is this... Are they ahead of schedule? Like, is this too far? You know, like, if you're Sirianni... I understand what you're saying. Are you sitting yeah. there going, it's my second year, it's Jalen's second year? I don't think he is. And look, because, I mean, look, Doug and Carson won the Super Bowl in their second year. I mean, Carson, you know, led it. The- or yeah. whatever you know, Doug was a second Doug year and coach. Foles, yeah, right. No, uh, you know, I, I know. Yeah. Trust me, I'm. With you. I'm just saying as a reference point for entering a season with a second yeah. year quarterback and a second year coach. Um, and Grant, less expectations on them. They jumped the plan, so to speak. I don't think. I honestly don't think he thinks that way. Of like, I was planning on being a ten win team, and this. I think he just thinks that like we have better players. Go out and do what we do, and and be better at it. I don't think those guys think the same way we do with expectations. You hear it all the time. Like they always talk about, you know. Closing the out and and not that they fully do, but closing the outside noise, not letting that stuff permeate what you do all that stuff. I do think that that is at least the goal. I think that Sirianni goes into this with the goal of being like, I'm focusing on what I got in front of me, not what everyone is saying about what I have in front. Of me. Well, it also has to be hard for him last year, and he would never admit this, but I'm sure going into last year he was thinking like, I don't have the best team most weeks, right? Yeah, I'm sure. And I think this season. He can probably go into most games saying my roster is better than their mm-hmm. roster. I agree. Again, like and part of that schedule related, absolutely. But that has to be more of an exciting part to your point as opposed to nervousness versus excited. Like last year, it must have been almost more nerve wracking, being like, "I'm I don't playing know with happen. a short deck, yeah, you know, like exactly. I'm going to battle. The other team's got a, a gun, and I, you know, like mm-hmm. so. I, I imagine now he probably feels a little more like, "All right, I have a chance each week to win, and I can show off what I do." Yeah, I, I, I'm sure he's excited. I, I like, I don't know how he couldn't be in this situation considering the roster upgrade that he got. That, that's the problem year. with thinking about questions to ask. It's like I always think my initial reaction is what you just said, which is, well, he's gonna say, so. yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. So. I know. Now the good thing, with unless him, you're Doc Rivers, then you just a, say yeah, how right? you feel, and I'll just say, yeah, bleep you, Elliot. Stop <laughs> asking me questions. You know who I am. Do you know how many exactly. games I've won? Should I slow it down for you? Um. Sirianni's pretty honest on the podium, though, it seems. So, yeah, I, I get it. It's kind of tough gauging. You know, you yes. don't ask a question where they're like, yes. You're like, all right, cool, good one. So, we'll see. If he talks this week, maybe I'll ask it, maybe I won't. I like. It's something to look forward to. For Barbara Walters, the beat, we'll have to decide. <laughs> have to all decide right. if that's the question. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. As with the OTAs coming up, training camp on its heels, we're getting there. We'll have a little fun today. Let's talk about what we're James, about. we have a little fun every do. pot. Yeah, we All do. we do is have a little fun. <laughs> Not too much fun. Off-season time. Just a bit of fun. Um, the most serious pod we do is a post-game pod. Yes. Let's talk about what we're excited about. What are you yeah. excited to see? You're going to be out there actually seeing these guys. We're going to see pictures, videos eventually, all that stuff. Like, What's got your juices going right now? What are you excited about right now? So you want to just like bounce back and forth? Yeah, let's like, bounce I'll back go, and forth. then you go? Yeah, all I right. got some specific guys. I got a couple battles I'm interested in. You go first. All right. So I have the one that I think is the most important thing, but I'll go the one that I'm most excited for. And that would be, I'll get the basic one out of the way. I'm excited to track Jalen Hurts passing stats. I, <laughs> I just am. Like, I'm just excited <laughs> to do it. And, you know, I was, so I was looking at it today. I was looking at his stats from training camp last year, and he was, you know, something like 212 out of 260, 22 passing touchdowns, 
uh, six interceptions. I think he like kind of accurately depicted what he was going to be. The passing touchdowns were a little bit higher, but he also did way more red zone. You know, so I'm excited just to see like when I when I sit down after watching him play, like is he look does he look like a better passer? Like the stats aside, what do my eyes tell me when I watch Jalen this week? Is it going to be like yeah, he looks better than he did last time? Now I know it's going to be the it's only going to get harder from here. It's going to go from light practices to training camp to joint practices. To, so like. I'm not going to overreact to it, but I am just excited to see if it looks any different. Like, just like, you know, does his mechanics look different? Is he getting the ball out quicker? Is he running less? Like, I'm just excited to see uh, if he if he looks like an improved passer. Yeah, I think that's the thing that most Eagles fans, when they get a chance to see him, are probably most anticipating, right? It's yeah. the biggest question of the season. The single biggest question of the season is what kind of a step forward is Jalen Hurts going to take? I think we're all excited for you. To be able to Thank track you. those Thank stats, you. I know I know how important it is. You know, you've brought up like Twitter six, can't wait six times already in this podcast. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's, it's honestly probably one of the favorite things I, I know. Do. I know. I love yeah. that you love it, and I do. You know, stats aside, again, I, I I'm with you. I think just yeah. seeing where he's at, what he looks like, has he does he look more comfortable out there? Does he look more confident out there? Is he you know how are the guys responding to him? The whole thing. I, I'm so with you. I think it's I, I think it's the single biggest thing that we're all looking at is. You know, what's Hurts look like? You know, because, again, as we talk about, like, the roster's great. The roster's really good. You know, how good can this kid be? I mean, it improved Devontae, A.J. Brown. Yes. We've been this. Like, the, the weapons are there. If if this kid can really take a leap, it is it is talking about going from, like, a what could be a fun season to a special season. Yeah. You know, so it is incredibly important. All right, I'll go with mine, and I'll just go with what I'm most excited about. And I Just think, do it. Just do it. You know I'm going to do it. I know right? you are. Everyone listening knows what I'm yeah. going to do, right? N'Kobe Dean's an eagle, baby. There it is. I can't wait to watch... In 20 years, the guy we say was the best linebacker to ever play for wow, the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow, there it Eagles. is. There's an offseason We're going to start take. it now. I, I'm so excited that the dude's an Eagle. I'm so excited to see him out there, especially after the whole weird draft stuff and he's hurt. and there's not, Guess what? He's on the field. We're good. He's playing. And just to have, like, we've talked so many times over the years about having that type of Luke Keekly guy. or that, yeah. that, And, you know, that's a high bar, obviously. But just a linebacker out there who knows what he's seeing and makes plays. Like, it's so little to ask for. I'm so freaking excited to see this dude out here, to see a linebacker who just can go out there and diagnose a play and and be fast and make a play. Like, I can't wait, man. I think there's an argument to be made that, like, of all the tweets that will get people excited, it's like, you know, Hurts just hit A.J. Brown for a 40-yard touchdown. Like People get excited about that. I think the most excited people would get would be, Nicobe Dean just picked off Gardner Minshew. <laughs> I know. Right? Like, that it's would be the great. one where it's yep. like everyone's like, get super excited. Yeah. So, I had uh, one similar to that on my list, but I had to, to take it out to a macro sense. Nice. Uh, just linebacker rotation. Like, I agree, I'm excited. <laughs> so, yeah. Nicobe Dean, you're like, I'm excited to see the rotation. Yeah, just the rotation. <laughs> I'm with you. But from Nicobe Dean's sense, it's like. It's so funny from a phrasing standpoint. It's like, yes. That rotation? That's what I typed down. Um, I mean, I just think, like, will Nicobe be out there snap one? Yeah. You know, sure. like, First, when, when they're doing the seven-on-seven, seven, is he out there with the starting linebackers? Now, the tough thing, too, is, like, who are the starting linebackers? Like, most years, when I go into camp, I can look and go, like, all right, like, I know he's a starter, so he's out there with them. That must mean he's a starter as well. At this point, like, I think the top three are definitely going to be, in some order, TJ Edwards, N'Kobe Dean, and Kaiser White. I think a month ago, you probably would have, I probably would have said Kaiser White is going to be the starter. I think that... You know, when you sign a player like Kaiser White who's looking for a chance, like those are probably some some promises are made in terms of yeah, like five you're going to be the nothing. guy. It wasn't like a million dollars. Yeah, they like gave five Eric Wilson something. They gave Eric Wilson the first shot at it last year. I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if when the first defensive rotation is out there, it is TJ Edwards and Kaiser White. Feels like TJ was with the team last year. Kaiser is going to be the starter, and really like. There's no reason to rush Nicobe Dean in. Like, as much as everyone wants him to start week one, and I think he will end up starting, there is no reason to, like, just hand him the job. I think there's something to be said, especially for Sirianni, as much as he preaches it, of making him go out and earn the job. Like, making him go out and you start with the second team, you play well enough, you overtake guys. I think he will. But I'm just interested to see, look, like Davion Taylor, too. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Now they're equal draft picks, but, like, how often do we see draft stock or contract status, you know? Play a role. Play a role. Always. Dave, Davion Taylor, I believe, was a third-round pick, if I'm Correct. not mistaken. He was a third-round pick. He was, I thought, playing somewhat better last year before he uh, before he, he got injured. So, you know, he's someone that I think maybe we're not talking about enough where if we're sitting here three weeks into training camp and it's like Davion's playing more than Nicobe, like, 
I don't think that's going to happen, but I don't think it should be completely ruled out. Like he was I mean, just with, the fact that you're mentioning four guys who could play relevant snaps at the linebacker position. Yeah, well, I don't know. If people we're are not excited talking about here and Davion. No, but, but you know what I mean, though. I mean, yeah. just the fact that we're having having this discussion. It's not like you know the one million dollar signing and, and Eric Wilson or whatever, right. and that's all yeah. we got. You know what I mean? So Nate Gary. Yeah, Nick Gary. Snake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm just excited to see what it looks like. And then I have another one that I will hold, but it's Ooh, kind of off of that. Okay. But. All right. Well, I'll stick with the defense. How about that? I'll keep this conversation. Right, I feel like you're going to take mine. Is it? Well, so here's the thing, because um, we've heard so much about this one guy and how great he is and how the league loves You're him. talking about Gannon? Who do you think I'm talking about? So this is not a, it's a Gannon related one, but it's not right. specific. It's, it is Gannon doing it, but- I'm really excited. We've talked about it a lot. I'm really excited to see how they use Hassan Reddick, man. Like, I, okay. Because what, you know, if the craziness of the draft doesn't happen, like, that was the offseason. Hassan Reddick signed. They said, this is our biggest need. This is our first signing. This is, like, the 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 guy we need. Like, they went out and got Hassan Reddick for Jonathan Gannon, for this system. And he's, and, you know, I know you hate it, but weapon, right? Like, that's the whole thing. He's supposed to be, he needs to be. Whether or not you know you want to call it that, he needs to be a weapon of sorts for this defense. He is a guy who is, it's all going to come down to how good he's going to be is how he's used, right? I mean, like, it's one of those things. So I'm super intrigued to see, like, how much are they going to mess around with this? Like, how much are they going to move him around? Is he just going to sit on the edge and rush? Is he going to be all over the place? Like, I'm really intrigued to see this quote-unquote weapon that's brought in, how Gannon uses So I don't know if excited would be the word. That I feel when I hear you explain all that. Like, (laughs) intrigued maybe would be the kind way to put it, but I think the real world would be nervous. Like, I understand the whole he has to be a weapon thing, but, like, TJ Watt's a weapon because he just gets after the quarterback, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Miles Garrett is a weapon because he gets after the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't need him to get – I don't need Gannon to show off his defensive chops and have have Reddick, like, rushing from a stand-up linebacker position up the middle. Like, if it works, okay, fine, but – Ultimately, if I get to practice later this week and I see Reddick lining up like as a basically not not like a three four outside linebacker, but like a straight up linebacker, yeah, I'm gonna be like this is not good. So I, I think with the Reddick thing, I'm really interested to see it. You're right, but I'm not in the same vein of you. Where like I, I'm fine with simplicity when it comes to Reddick. Like just line him up as a pass rusher. Just let Look, him rush maybe, the pass. Maybe that is what they do with him. I don't know. I'm intrigued well, to see Sirianni how they're hinted it. at it when he said at the owners' meetings like. I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but he said at the podium something like, uh, "You know, you don't with that type of with that type of money, you would think he's going to rush the passer." Yeah, and Which I think of that's what's going to rush the passer. It's just a question of how you use him to rush. Yes, the passer. So I'm intrigued. What's yes. next? All right, so again, jumping off yours, we're really uh, helping Vibin. each other out here. Vibing. We yeah. didn't even know what the other person was going to say. So mine's defensive alignment. Nice. Like there's, and you know, they can say at the podium, you know. We're not going to tell, blah, blah, blah. Certain point, we're going to be out there. Yeah. You know, like at a certain Eventually, point. Eventually, we'll see what the defense looks like. We are going like. to find yes. out. And, like, so do they line, you know, this week we might not see any 11 on 11. So if it's just 7 on 7, that doesn't give it away, yeah, really. Doesn't. But, but like, I'm interested to see how much 3-4 versus 4-3 are they running. Maybe that's something I'll try to track this year. That would be worthwhile, I think. Yeah. I think like, that would you know, really just help people. A check for 3-4 and a check for 4-3. Sure. Now, it's tough to tell sometimes. Sometimes it's multiple. And Especially it's, with yeah. the vision, yeah. with the view of the field we have. But, like... That's what I'm interested to see. Like, are they going to be lining up predominantly in a 3-4? Are they going to be lining up predominantly 3-4 at the start of drives? Like, they do a lot of drills. Sirianni likes to do these where they'll do full field drills. And it's 11 on 11. Offense starts at the 20. You can get a real real feel for what they like to do in certain situations. So I'm really interested to see how they do it, how Gannon does it. Like, is it going to be traditionally 4-3? Is it going to be a 3-4? And then that's a really good chance, too, to see the linebacker rotations as well. You know what's cool is that we're doing this, and we got more to come, and there's some offense, and, you know, you love with Hurts and all that, but, um, you know, Philly is, you know, historically, you know, if you say what the heart of Philadelphia Eagles football is, it's been defense over the offense, right? I mean, we've always been a a town that loves our defensive dude. It's probably why they only have one Super Bowl. Well, right, but there's a reason Brian Dawkins is the most, uh, you know, popular Eagle from a generation and so on and so forth. It's fun to talk defense again and to like actually get excited about the defense. I feel like it's been a while since we've done this podcast and there have been real defensive things to get excited. Well, because I feel like a lot of times the defensive things we've talked about have been mostly like, Ooh. Like, you know, they, <laughs> exactly. they got nobody yeah. to put there. But yeah. I feel like now we're much more talking about, like, well, they have this player that can do that. They're well, I was thinking about position. Bradbury and Slay as I'm saying it, and we haven't even brought them up. Yeah, I feel like, like there's not much to say with like, that. There's, like, no, there isn't. They're not on my list, but it's more yeah. just like there's 
freaking town on the defense. I feel like if we did this pod, you know, a month ago or whatever, my number one might have been the number two cornerback spot. Yeah. Just seeing who lines up there, if they rotate, like those type of things. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, we've had this discussion, but I'll say it again. Like, they could be a top five defense, especially when you consider – I don't think there'll be a defense – excuse me, I don't know why I keep doing that. I don't think there'll be a defense where if you do like a – Subjective ranking, they put him in the top five. But in terms of opponent and all that, yeah, yeah, I think they could end the league. I don't they, think you're wrong. They could end the season in top five in terms of like points allowed. Yeah, I think that's absolutely on the table. Yeah, and then Agreed. Jonathan Gannon's gonna be a head coach somewhere. Next well, it's year. like your friend said, he better not be here next. Year. <laughs> you know, yeah. one way or the other. You're right. All right, um, I will give you my next one in a minute, and it is offense. So we'll get back to the other side of the ball. But download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. I mean, we've been having so much fun. Elliot got to bet on some soccer over the weekend. Yes, your uncle came through and helped My with uncle that. Uncle came through. Sadly, was... none of the bets hit. <laughs> it was such a classic present. example of like, it's always just better to bet the fun thing. Like, I wanted to bet Real. Like, that's who I wanted to bet. And then, of course, they were the underdog. I think they closed at like plus two forty or something like that. And of course they won, but me and your uncle bet the favorite. Yep. I was like trying to like flex and be like, "Oh, they're the better team." <laughs> so it didn't didn't work out. It didn't work out, but it's fun to bet on these things. Yes. That's it. You got to watch a match and have a lot more invested. Yeah, well, because also I did it. Me and your uncle did a bet where it was uh, Benzema to score two plus goals. It was plus six fifty. He scored one in like oh the thirtieth minute. and It got taken away. Oh, so it's a real roller coaster. See, but that's the fun thing. You bet on these games. You have the action on it. It's so much more fun. And when you do win, it is magical. And there's some basketball action starting this week. We'll definitely dive more into that on the Parks Picks Pod later this week. Um, but so much great stuff. Baseball is full swing. You can bet on that. You can bet on individual player performance. Who's going to hit a home run? All type of stuff. Anything and everything you can do. it. And football futures. We're going to be diving a lot into the football futures market. There's a lot of stuff to take advantage of. We've talked a little bit about some of our favorite stuff, but there's a lot more to get into. So you can do it all with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. And here's the deal. New customers, if you sign up now, you make your first bet. Risk-free up to $750. Just download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, at pa.betparks.com. And use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Get your first bet risk-free up to $750. You must be 21 in President of Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we're 25 minutes into the pod about uh, things we're most excited about. Um, and we haven't said it yet, so I'll do it. A.J. Brown, there buddy. There it is. There a. it is. A.J. Brown, the best Eagles receiver since Terrell Owens. Sorry, Deshaun Jackson. It's just true. It's it. We it's been since literally since T.O. that we had a dude like this, like a big-bodied, yeah, physical dude. We've all seen the clips. We've all watched them. There was Twitter when that happened, all that stuff. But like a dude who's going to take the football and run through people, run over people, make highlight type catches, the one-handed, all of it. Like he can do everything you want a receiver to do. And and we actually get to watch this guy play football. <laughs> it's, it's super exciting, man. So. Not trying to be a buzzkill, but uh, talk talk me through this. Uh, I think AJ Brown might be someone that, in training camp and OTAs or whatever, like will be impressive. But I think will really show off when the regular season starts because I think so much yeah, of what he does is physical. after contact, yeah. and so much of training camp is not in OTAs I think it's is a really not good point. after catch. Like sure. I, I should have said after the catch, not after contact. Like in training camp, once a receiver catches the ball in OTAs, is the play is basically over. Like, because they're not tackling the majority of the time. So I kind of think A.J. Brown, it'll be a lot of like, you know, it'll be a lot of tweets where it's like, yeah, he he caught everything that was thrown his way. Mm -hmm. And that shouldn't be like overlooked because there has certainly been training camps. (laughs) Not here. There's certainly been OTAs and training camps where I've looked and I've been like, wow, this guy's dropping a lot of, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of passes. So I'm not trying to be a buzzkill with that. But I think the other things we've talked about are going to be more eye opening and noteworthy. I think A.J., I think the best outcome for A.J. is just like, uh, mostly quiet, healthy, just get to week one. Yeah, just stay healthy. You know, like, I, I don't need yeah. to see him catching 18 passes a day. Like, take your time. I know you want to get uh, chemistry with Jalen, and that certainly matters. And part of seeing Jalen is going to be seeing AJ. A- AJ. But I, I, I just don't know what there is to learn about him. Like, no. he is very good, you He's know? Great. So, I, I just— I think it'll be seeing the chemistry with Jalen, see if that's yeah. just natural, if it's there. Does it seem like they have any kinks to iron out, that type of stuff? seeing how AJ is just with the group and all yeah. that. But I agree with you. Getting from to a, talk from to a, him more. Yeah, personality, all that. But from an on-the-field perspective, I agree. I don't think we're learning anything about AJ. Especially because last year I thought Reger had a very good camp. and <laughs> The one-handed catcher around the world. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'll, I'll, I'm up next, right? You are up next. Um, so first let me start the Reger thing by saying I saw that, unfortunately, his the 
cornerback yeah, from the Vikings. Jeff Gladney. Jeff Gladney died. Well, it seemed like it was Rager's best friend. So yep. want to start with that and saying Super like sad. I mean this in all seriousness. Rager's had a tough go of it since yeah. he came to the NFL. Yeah, he, he really has. Like as much as in a sports sense we joke about it and you say, you know, like you I know, can, well, yeah, the, I can't stand the player, but yeah, right, exactly. he's a human like, being. I think for Rager as a person, he has had a tough go of it. Like the Justin Jefferson thing. Last year he had yep. a family tragedy yep. or I have a friend tragedy yep. prior to he's starting camp. He's gotten crushed by Eagles Yeah, I think he's had a very tough go of it. Yep. So I think that's important to note. So one thing I'm interested in seeing is just how many snaps he's getting. Like when they line up with three receivers, is he one of those three? Or is it going to be Quez? And how much are they rotating in and out? Like I think we can definitely point to this and say – A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are going to lead the team in receiver snaps. Mm-hmm. Like, barring injury, that is going to happen. I think Quez is probably number three. This is, so this is on my list. I actually had Quez or Pascal. So you're throwing Rager into the bunch, Oh, I forgot too. about Pascal. So I had Quez. This is one of mine, so let's talk about it now. I agree. I had Quez or Pascal as the three. And then you throw Rager into it. It's really Quez, Pascal, Rager. How do those snaps So who do you think, when they if they had to play a game today and they had to line up three receivers— do you so think it's Quez I or think Pascal? the organization likes Quez. You know, the way they talk about him, Sirianni called him the number two at yeah, NBA yeah. and stuff. I think it, I get the feeling the organization likes Quez. I know Nick Sirianni likes Zach Pascal, right? He's talked about him from there. Recruited him. He came, recruited him here. Like, so I think it's one of those things where I think they're going to go into camp hoping that Quez wins the job. But I think that there's a real chance that Zach Pascal just does what Nick Sirianni wants that position to do. And Zach Pascal gets more snaps because of it, if you know what I mean. So I I think Quez will start. I, that's my I think yeah, Quez, yeah, is, exactly, the, Quez yes. is the hope. Is my Quez, thought. Quez is like the first snap he's out there guy. I think Pascal because look like let's be real. Sirianni recruited him, but ultimately Sirianni doesn't make roster decisions. He doesn't dictate how much no, money but, players get. No, but he does have involvement in who plays. He does. Well, but I yeah, agree. a lot of involvement yeah. in who plays. Right, right. but like I I just. Like Zach Pascal is going to make the roster, and I think that I think that if they end up playing him as the three, like it's it's another example of how much AJ Brown trade changes things. Because I think Pascal as a number three or four receiver is not terrible. Like it's not exciting, but Pascal look like he had six touchdowns. I think in yeah, two separate seasons. Zone. Like he's, got he's actually put up stuff. pretty good numbers, right? Like I mean, again, not to you know, like, you would kill for Rager to have those numbers, yeah, right? Like to have really? twelve touchdowns, Absolutely. like right? So yeah, for sure, I, I think that. When, when I look at, like, where it could go, I think they want Quez to be there, but I think it'll be one of those things where they mostly split snaps. I, I agree with you. and I think, I think at well, the end of the year, like, they'll, they'll, they will, barring injuries and all that, they will have mostly split snaps. I agree. I think Quez, uh, I, I I like Quez. I, you know, I think, he, I think he will show more, and thus I think Quez probably ends up winning the snap battle, but I think it's really close, and I agree with you. But I, Rager, Rager's the, the thing with Rager, the real question is, we've talked about it so many times, is, does he end camp on the team? You know, that's going to be the fascinating thing. I still, you I, know my I, belief. I, I'm coming into your Coming into my way. Right? Yeah, because I just think yeah. he's going to be on the team. Like, I think I just, they tried to trade him and it didn't happen. Yeah, and I and, just think they're not going to cut him. They'd rather him as the fifth receiver than cut him. It's just tough. And, like, the thing with Rager, too, is, I mean, look, I'm not putting any eggs in that basket. But I mean, he was drafted in the first round for a reason. Like, I, I, I said this before. If the Eagles traded for Rager, let's say Rager ends up get, get drafted by another team, goes two years, and the Eagles trade for him, everyone here is talking themselves into Rager. Agree. You but, know, but like we also do know that Rager was not, like, it was a reach. To regardless, let's say he's at the top of the second round. Like, yeah. my point is, he he's somebody that if you don't watch, if you didn't watch the first two years, you can talk yourself into. like The idea of it. Yes. I think so. And I also think, again, I said it about Quez and Pascal, I'll say it about Rager. Like, A.J. Brown coming here makes makes... Rager's life easier because maybe he's not playing as many snaps, but when he's out on the field, he's not facing one of the top two cornerbacks. Maybe you can put him inside easier now. So I, I do think that, you know, I would set the over-under on Rager catches this year if he, I don't know, 25. Like, I'm not saying it's like a lot, but ultimately I could see a world where if the offense is clicking, you know, Hurts is playing well, AJ's making an, improve, AJ's making an impact. Like, I think it's easy. Rager's the type of player that's easier to fold in at that point than it is to start as like a guy you start the offense with. I think Rager, Rager's skill set is set is more meant to be like a 8 to 10 snap guy that can come in and do different things as opposed to playing 50 snaps on the outside. Sure. I mean, you know, anything's better than 50 snaps on the outside. But, th- but th- that's what I'm trying to say. But again, like, I just I just don't think he's good. Like I don't I'm think not disagreeing Jay, with no, you. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying I can understand your point, but I think that whatever team traded for him, they might talk themselves into it and then they'll be like, "Oh, this guy stinks." Like I think Jalen Rager is not long for the NFL. That's what I think. Yeah, and the issue with in a 
if he was better after the catch, I think he'd have a chance. But it's just tough because yeah. he's he's just not looked elusive. I mean, do, what is one thing he does well? One thing, just one. Yeah, yeah. So it's tough. So the one thing, the one thing I'll be looking for is the snaps with him. Okay, I like it. All right, so that was on my list. So I'll go with a different one. I have one more on my list, and then we'll see what else you got. Um, the, I've talked about the ones I'm most excited about. This is more of an intrigued. Um, the right guard position actually could be really interesting. I think we have talked a lot about you know third receiver and the second safety and all that, but you know between Isaac Sayamalo, Jack Driscoll, and potentially Cam Jurgens, who they've hinted at potentially playing guard. I mean. You have more, the sec- more than hinted at, too. Right. Like, yeah. The second-round pick is an option. You have Jack Driscoll, who was really good when given the opportunity last year, and then Samalo has been a starter here for years now. How do you see that shaking out, heading into it, and do you think anyone has a leg up going in? Where, where are you at with that? So everyone, I think it's interesting. Yeah, if everyone's healthy, and yeah, I assume Sayamalo is at this point. And Driscoll, I believe, had off-season surgery, too, if I'm not mistaken. So there is health questions there. I think Sayamalu is the starter. I think he's the favorite going in. I don't think he's at all a lock to definitely be the starter. You think he is? I think if if he is on, like if they don't trade him and he's on the roster. He'll start. He will start. Okay. For a couple reasons. One, like, let's just be real. He's the best of the three players right now. Like Cam Jurgens couldn't. I mean, we don't know for sure. I mean. Well, I mean, Sayamalu's been pretty good when he's been out So there. is Driscoll. Driscoll's been really good when yeah, he's played. Yeah, but playing. I feel like Driscoll. I think Driscoll being able to play tackle yeah. makes it more valuable for him as a swing guy. So I understand that from that perspective. But I do think Driscoll played just as well as Well, but the other part there. of this too, though, so there's a couple components to it. And I'm happy you brought this up, actually. I think it's a pretty interesting question. One component of it is Jason Kelsey loves playing with Isaac Samala. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that will matter when it comes to this. Like, mm-hmm. he has chemistry with him. He likes playing with him. All those things super matter. But the thing working against Samalo is... Like, Driscoll and Jurgens are the future. Yep. Sayamalu's not old by any stretch, but he's been hurt. Like, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Sayamalu was not on the roster in 2023. I agree. So, from that perspective, maybe the Eagles look and, like, is Sayamalu like a late training camp trade target? Like, mm-hmm. if he's healthy and other, and Jurgens has been really good and Driscoll's been good. But where I would caution the Eagles, and I'm not saying they definitely do this, but like, what the team's strength is offensive line depth. They lost Nate Herbig, not a huge loss, but a very quality player that I think could be a starter. Like you don't want to, you don't want to get too, you don't want to lose too many guys. Yeah, like you don't want to get too fancy or whatever with the. Uh, it's like, are you giving up Sam Mallow for a six round draft pick? Type right, of thing? like, it's it's like, like if you're getting, if you're getting Jesse Bates, right? Then, well, that's a whole separate discussion. Yes. But if your your point is like, don't just give away a lineman. Correct. Right. Because so, it's a, a strength now, but the more you give away, the more it can become a position. Yeah, and the other thing with Jurgens is, like, so I think when they drafted Dickerson, I do think it was a little overblown about him being, like, the Kelsey thing because he's mm-hmm. really tall. For Dickerson's a big dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, different. Like, Jurgens is undersized. Jurgens is built to be a center. Yeah. But, like, like Dickerson is a big boy. Like, is he's there, a big man. And this wouldn't be a bad outcome, but is there any worry on your end of, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll put him at guard because Kelsey's here. And then, you know, this time next year we're going like, well, Jurgens is like, you know, a Pro Bowl caliber <laughs> right guard or left guard. No. Yeah, be right guard. Right guard, yeah. yeah. Like, so I would almost be okay with him just – Learning center. Yeah, I don't think it's okay. bad for him to learn different positions. I think it helps you understand the playbook all that better. But, like, I would be okay if he just just played center. Yeah, Especially I get with it. Dreskel. I get it. Look, it's uh, they used a second-round pick to replace Jason Kelsey someday. So that is not a. But that, I mean, that's kind of what we said about Dickerson. Well, no, but that's my no. But we Dickerson, we weren't sure he was a center. I, I like, don't I, remember. I, I thought about to go him back and guard, look. potentially. Like I didn't think it was like a clear thing he was going to be. A I don't center. think it was as much as this. Not for as sure. This is not a, as much as this. This guy's a center. This yes. guy's a center. This like, guy's a center. All he's played. But Dickerson did play center in college. If I'm not mistaken. Played both. He? He played yeah. Center and guard. Right in college. So I think you are you were right that it was not as definitive as this. But it was. It was mentioned. Point. But this is definitive. And Kelsey picked him and talked about that's his dude and all that. So I get, in that specific scenario, I can understand the idea of saying, you know, just worry about center. Yeah. But look, I also understand if you want to, you know, play, you know, get get more use out of the guy. He's a rookie. You don't want to just redshirt him this year. I get that too. Yeah. And I think he will practice snaps at guard. Yeah. Like, I think there will be times where we see him in camp. Now, that's a question. Like, with the second team offensive line, is he lining up at guard or center? Well, it's another good question, right? Probably right? center, right? Probably have to be center. But then who even is, guard. I mean, who even is other backup center? Say Amalu? Uh, Sua? Sua? Sua. I mean, Sua has done it. I, well, actually, I don't think Sue has done it. He's more of a left guard, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm not sure. Dickerson, theoretically, but you're Dick, not Yeah, so, like, there's over, really so. not a natural backup center besides him. And yeah. I also think there's something to be said for the fact that he is a rookie, and if, God forbid, Kelsey does go down in, like, week two with a serious injury, you, like, want, worrying about you the guard want someone that, over. like, has been preparing for this yeah. role. Like, yeah. I think the best use of Jurgens is to 
be prepared to take over for Kelsey. Uh, yeah. All and, of your energy go into when, that. Especially when you do have really good players who can play right guard. Like, it's not like, oh, Jurgen, this guy's really good at right guard. Yeah. But, like, you know, we could... We don't have anyone there, but we want to really train him on center. It's like, oh, these other two guys are both really good, and they can play right, right. guard for you. You're fine. Now, you know? Sam Alu did play left guard, though, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Right, yeah, because Dickerson so now he's, came That's in. what I'm saying. Now yeah, he's going to be moving They're not going right. to split up Dickerson and Milano. No, they're not. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, Sam Alu will be switching sides. sides. Yep. But, you know. It's interesting. Right. Driscoll yeah. played on the right yeah. side. So, so It's a thought. Something to consider. <laughs> it is something to consider. Something to consider. All right. All what right. else you got? Um, safety rotation. So probably the least exciting. I was going to say this definitely list. not exciting. This is yeah. not like uh, you know people are buzzed to talk about it thing, but only it, in it's, a negative way. It's important. Like yeah, it's I would the assume biggest hole in the team. Marcus Epps and Anthony Harris will be the first two out there, but like Kayvon probably. I don't think. I mean, he would be third. I, I guess. Think, he, right? I guess he'd I mean, be third. Else, you know. Yeah. I mean, on. I mean, there's Andre Sharae, uh, a guy who I think has played safety slash like nickel. Sasharae is Sasharae. Yeah. Sasharae. Yeah, there's no chance I was going to pronounce great that name. correct. It called, is a great name, yeah. yeah. Looks cool on the jersey, too. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, I think, like, the real question with safety is, can those two hold off a trade? Like, that's, like, their objective. Can they, like, play well enough where the Eagles go, all right, we'll give this a shot? Because I don't believe the Eagles are going in confidently. Like, Gannon can say whatever he wants, Howie can say whatever he wants. Like, let's be real. And I said this on the last pod, but I'll repeat it. There are so many times where we sit on this pod and go, how could they be thinking this? How could they be thinking this? And they do something about it, right? Like mm-hmm. the receiver, uh, like, like the pass rusher, yeah. like all these things, right? So they know that the safeties are not good enough. They benched Anthony Harris last year. Like they're not, you know, what are they going to— They gave him a million bucks. Yeah, I he mean, gave him on. a million bucks. Like he's close to a lock to make the roster, but I don't think he's like an no, absolute I don't even lock. think he's a lock to— Like I, I honestly, I'm not sure— if him or Marcus Epps is first, like if they did get a safety, like who the like I, I think know. Marcus Epps is a top safety on the roster. I think so right too. Now, yeah. I think that I think at least the way the Eagles feel that way. Yes, agreed. Yeah. So I'm just interested to see. A, I'm assuming those would be the two starting safeties. But like you're right, Kayvon Wallace. Like I think he's more of an in, more of an in the box safety. So if Marcus Epps is your deep safety, maybe they feel better about Wallace yeah, sure. and Harris, Harris at this point. But really, I think if you're the Eagles, or really if you're if you're me covering these practices, is you're looking for can they get by with these guys? Like, are these players that in practice are looking really bad? I think it's tough for a safety to look really bad in practice, but that's, like, the objective. They're trying to hold off a trade because the Eagles will make a roster move at that position. It's just a matter of how big of a roster move it is. So will they hold off a trade? Prediction. No. No. No shot. <laughs> There's no shot they're not going to make some type of trade at that uh, position. I lean that it's way It's literally too. just a matter of how big of or a trade. Or a June 1st cut person or yeah, something like 100%. that. Yeah, 100%. Like, they will bring in a safety. I think so, it's, too. It's just a matter of, like, Jesse Bates is the ultimate. Right. You know, it's a like, lo- what level of safety. Is it someone when they trade for, and we go, oh, well, he's starting. You know, right. like, last year they traded for Josiah Scott from the Jaguars, someone they like, someone who was, like, intriguing. But he wasn't somebody that was, like, right. he's going to start right away. Yeah. Like, who's the guy for the Ravens? Chuck Clark. Chuck people Clark. are really into. Yeah. Like, he's... He's probably not a start right away guy, you know. So I, I think it's just a matter of how many, re, how much yeah, resources. Well, they were talking they about a Jalen Rager for Chuck Clark trade. He can't be that good. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, it's a matter of how big of a trade they make at the position. Love it. All right, you got anything else on your list? Let me pull up my new iPhone 13 oh, Pro you. Max. So and, you and I are very different when it comes yeah. to this. You are one of those people who. You always get the new iPhone, right? Like, well, more or I, less. I, like every for the first eleven, I got them every single year. <laughs> as soon as they came out, so you never and got twelve. I, I skipped the twelve. Yeah, and you're on the thirteen. And now I'm on the thirteen. So, so I still have a little button on mine. Unbelievable, you see, right? You see the What's little button. Funny is the button like might come back. Good. The button's great. It's part of the reason I want to get one of those stupid ones. Yeah, no button. Look at you. Buttons are great. So funny story. I will say it's not great. Yeah, it, well, dies, it dies really quickly. It, it's it's really, so when I used really to when I used phone. to get a new iPhone every year. My reaction would always be, like, it's not that big of a difference. Mm-hmm. Like, there would be certain years I would say where certain like, there were things, big things. Like, oh, that was really cool. But yeah. like, skipping one has really made me like it feels like much more of an upgrade. Wow. So, so if I got an upgrade, it would feel like a, just a oh, whole new dude, world. You would like <laughs> you see my phone. Like, yeah, I mean, I like it's can like you a even, different generation. Yeah, yeah like it would. So, so yesterday I used my phone pretty much all day. It's a brand new phone. I was super excited about it. And when I went to sleep at night, it was at like eighty eight percent. Oh my god, my I charge my phone like three times a day. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So I, I like that's one definite benefit of it. The camera does seem way better, but really, other funny story about this. So 
Well, maybe not really funny, but I think <laughs> I think kind of funny. Cool. Um, so I'm on the phone. It's Friday night. I believe it was Friday night. Yeah, it's Friday night, and me and Kristen are just chilling at home. I'm like looking online, trying to figure this all out. And I'm talking to the Verizon uh, rep, like via chat. And mm-hmm. I'm like asking him all these questions, you know, this, that, whatever. He's answering. It's like definitely a human talking to me. And it's probably been, I kid you not, hour and a half, two oh hours. Oh, God. And he, he, Poor guy. he goes at one point, he goes, uh, I wish I had it right in front of me. But he goes, no pressure, man, but are you going to buy or not? <laughs> <laughs> and I literally bought within minutes. Good. I was you like, should. you know what? I don't blame him. You're right. Like, yeah. I've been very annoying with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... That's good. I'm happy you got your new but phone. But I got the new phone. But let me so let so, me So yeah, so you were gonna pick it up. We so defensive it. alignment, I said safety rotation, hurts passing snaps, linebacker rotation, and regular snaps. So, so we did it all. I said all mine. Yeah, said it's all gotta mine be too. other ones. One more. Punter. I I kid you not, I almost wrote that down. Yeah, there we but go. they only have one punter. So it's like, like is it just gonna be Sibos? I mean, why wouldn't you get someone else in here? I mean, that guy sucked. He yeah. Had, he had as bad a year for an Eagles punter as I remember. Like we had Donnie Jones for I was good, you know. It's a shame because I think he's Johnson pretty cool. was fine, like is he a cool guy? He seems like yeah. Uh, he's got a cool accent. Yeah. You know, like just, it's like the word. Like he was bad. Yeah, he was like noticeably a well, bad. Well, but you remember he started. I think he started off really, really good, good, and then yeah, just I was like, like, oh yeah, fell then, completely down. So I mean, at this point, I would think they would have brought in another one. You would think, you know, another punter, no, but huh? maybe not. So do you want to talk, talk about the Dan Orlovsky tweets or no? Uh, sure, we can. Okay, I didn't even see him. So tell me what they are. I saw right. one of them. One was about Carson Wentz, right? That he is who he is. Yeah. No, welcome. I didn't see that one. Oh well, welcome to the club, Dan. It could be out there. But... Welcome to the club, Dan. We've been trying to tell you for years, pal. Yeah, that's yeah, an, an that's an L for him. Yeah, big um, L. at least he finally took the L. All right, so he did two separate lists. It's like quarterback list week uh, on Go Birds between Chris Sims and this. So quarterbacks you win games of because. Quarterbacks you win games because of in the NFL right mm-hmm. now. So, like, you win the game be- because they're your quarterback. I'll list them. You tell me if you disagree with any. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford. I mean, um, uh, I mean, Derek Carr, I think, is I think arguable. that's the obvious. Yeah, and Lamar, like, hit or miss. You know, but I think Lamar's very good. He won MVP, but still, like, Lamar is, you know— he- so Ravens if, have won a lot of games because, because he's their quarterback. Yes, but they've also lost certain games because yeah. he's their quarterback. So that, those are the only two. And I would put Lamar on that list, but like Derek Carr stands out to me as like a, I don't know. And so, I like Derek Carr, but it just seems like I don't I don't think you necessarily definitely win games because of it. What do you think about Stafford? Yeah, I mean, I get it. I could go either way. I mean, he did just win the Super Bowl. It's hard to— Walked into a loaded roster. He did. He didn't did. win a lot in Detroit. No, he's super talented. So, I agree. I think he's like— you know, this is probably a bold statement, but like, I think you could argue he's like top five most talented quarterback in the oh, league. Yeah. But he did lose a lot of years in Detroit with good receivers. Yeah, but with a crappy team around. I, I'm not just part. yeah. I'm just saying like a reason if Detroit, you, Detroit hasn't, the, hasn't won a playoff game since like '91 or whatever. It's but I think insane. all the other guys on this list, yeah, I'm good with are like either consistently in the playoffs or we expect to be consistently. Sure, in the I'm playoffs. good with that. List. And and Stafford has not been that. Okay, uh, quarterbacks you win games. With in the NFL. Okay. So not because of, but you can win with them. This list I thought was a little more. Mac Jones, Tua, Baker what? Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill, what? Matt Ryan, Dak, Kirk Cousins, Wentz, Jameis Winston, Kyler Murray, Jimmy G. So, I mean, there are multiple people I put Hurts above on that list, obviously. Interesting. Okay, who would you put I would put, put him Hurt? above Jameis, for sure. I'd put him above Baker Mayfield. Tua, sure. I would assume. I'd put him above Tua. Like, That's those three, three locks. I put... Baker Mayfield's not even a starting quarterback in the NFL right now. What are we talking about here? Yeah. So he said, everyone else you win of in spite of. Yeah, I think that's silly. Yet again, Dan Orlowski says silly things. Well, let me ask you this. Like, what has Tua done to be on that uh, list That's my point. Hurts? Why is Tua on that list? So I think there's— What has Tua done? Yeah. Tua's done less than Jalen. There's obviously— Yeah, pro- Jalen, he went to the playoffs at least. Yeah, there's obviously projection here, clearly. You know, like— Sure, yeah, but right. like, Tua? So who would would you take—this uh, is a big question for the Jameis? last minute. What has Jameis won? What has Jameis won in the NFL? Has he ever won a playoff game? No, he's made yeah. a playoff game as a starting quarterback. Yeah, you're right. He hasn't. Well, yeah. What has Jameis won in uh, the NFL? I mean, Mac Jones. Jalen like, Hurts has been to more playoff games than Jameis. All right, pal. That's a good point. Yeah. It's yeah. a good point. Uh, Mac Jones. I mean, whatever. I like Mac Jones. I like Mac I, Jones, I mean, too. It's like, I don't. I do agree. I, I would probably put him on the list, but I like. I mean, it's a weird one, but sure. But I, I, I would put him on that middle list. No Carson on here. Which he shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. And no Jalen. So, yeah, yet again, Orlovsky coming up. Smart. How many GMs do you think, like, okay, I think almost every GM take Mac, takes Mac Jones yes. over Jalen. Yes. I think, now, Baker, I think you 
Jalen would probably would probably get a higher percentage. I, I think, think so. Baker would probably get a little more than you think, but I I think Jalen would I think, would get like 65, yeah, 70%. I think Baker's I think people there would still be a, a few people who look at Baker's arm and be like, "Whoa." But then I think there are a lot of people who look at Baker off the field and be like, and I'm, like I'm, "I'm good." This. Yeah. Tua yeah, that's crazy. Take your opinion out of it. Which 30, 31 other I think or 30 more, GMs? I think more GMs would want Hurts. You think? Okay. I do. Uh, and now G- I could be wrong about that, but I don't. I, that's what I think. Jimmy G? Um, I think Jimmy G should be on that list. I think that's fair. The dude, like we talked about last time, is, is underrated. Like, he wins playoff games. I don't know. I don't know how to fairly evaluate Jimmy G. Yeah, he's tough. Jim Jameis, I think people would probably more take Hurts. I think they would so definitely think, take Hurts. I think Hurts probably belongs on this list. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Dan. Yet again. Another L. Coming up small, man. Yeah. Ben Carson Wentz for years. I mean, I'll say this about Dan. Very nice guy. I met him at Comcast before. Huge hands. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Like, you know my thing. He's a quarterback, man. Yeah. Well, can he pick it? Yeah. That's the point. Right. Yeah. But he would, Dan would seem to be against your big hand argument. Why? Is he a Kenny Pickett fan or something? Well, he wasn't. I mean, well, his career wasn't that great. Just because, no, my big hand (laughs) argument. He's got huge hands. That's what I'm saying. My big hand argument goes the other way. The, the it's that you can be a bad quarterback with big hands, but if you have small hands, I don't believe in you. You understand my point? Right. Like I don't believe in everyone just because they have big hands. You're supposed to be a good quarterback. I'm just saying if you have small hands, I don't believe in you. You understand? So it doesn't uh, yeah. really matter. I also think your new take should be if you have big hands, I believe in you. <laughs> no, but that's yeah. Yeah. I would love if every year we talk draft and it's like, well, this, this guy's, guy's got ten in chance, yeah. man. Let me tell you. I'm in. Superstar. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It seems like a good spot to end this. Yeah. You got, um, any, you got anything else? Well, I mean, I don't know. We talked about jingles. We talked about did. my uh, cell phone story. Yes. We talked about my short take. We did. Um, I feel like we, we kind of nailed it. Yeah. I feel like we kind of nailed it. I think that's kind of it. <laughs> I think we're ready for practice to I get think here. We're re- we are yeah. so ready. All right. Uh, Parks Pod, later in the week, we'll figure some stuff. Yeah, we'll t- I mean, look. We'll NBA talk. Finals. We'll talk. NBA finals happen. We'll Spoiler: get We'll probably talk some Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, one to three on Saturday. We'll be there uh, at Parks for sure. Um, and uh, I feel like I have something else to say, but I don't. Elliot, I got nothing. Is it else. Eagles related or not Eagles so. related? I got nothing. Oh, okay. Actually, super quick. Okay. Let me tell you, the new Stranger Things season is unbelievable. Yeah, and I can't I, wait. I, I, to be honest, I can't, like, I, you're never, I wouldn't have thought of you as a Stranger Things yeah, guy. Yeah, like, I really, really liked the first season. I, like, kind of fell off a little bit. I watched it, but I was basically just watching it because I thought I should. And then when this came out, I saw that some of the episodes were, like, an hour and a half. I was like, I'm, I'm not even going to watch this. Yeah. But Kristen really wanted to. Like, we watched the whole thing this weekend. Wow, it was I'm so excited. Super, super good. Yes! Like, I also think... I'm really I, excited. I also think it's very clear... They believe some of the kids can still act and some can't. <laughs> and I think they definitely grouped them. I believe up that. Where like I believe that. a certain group of kids are just they talk way less than the other I kids. I believe that. I think that is probably true. Do you want to guess who who it is? Or do you know the characters well I enough? Do, I, no. mean, I know I I know the curly hair guy. Mike is one of the guys. I don't remember him okay. well enough. All right, fair the, enough. Fair the, the the whatever the girl that they brought in the last Mac. one. Mac. Or, Max yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Max. She's least. in the can act. Yeah. For sure. I clearly she can definitely act. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's good stuff. So there it is. Yeah, I would I'll, highly recommend it. I'm I'm 100. And if you're watching. still listening at this point, you're a real one, and you watch it. Text, oh, not text me. DM me, which <laughs> which kids you like think this. can still act. I love this. All right, DM Elliot. About but they're all that. heroes in my book for oh, being successful careers. Yeah, yeah. You, dude, you kidding me? Yeah. Um. All right, I will watch that. We'll get it as well, and then uh, Parks Pod later in the week. It's William James. Talk to you soon. 